<sighs> another week, another tech news. Say, that reminds me of a song I learned in Kamsai. Flip the switch and turn it on. Elon Musk's AI company called, what else? XAI has unveiled Grok, a competitor to OpenAI's ChatGPT with real-time access to all posts on X, formerly Twitter. Now that access turned Microsoft's Tay chatbot into a racist psychopath back in 2016, but that doesn't matter. It's Musk time. Grok is named after science fiction writer Robert A. Heinlein's neologism, meaning to understand intuitively or by empathy. So naturally, according to Elon, Grok is based and loves sarcasm. XAI's announcement on their site pleads with you not to use it if you hate humor. Like the kind of rafflecopter fuel found in its answers to what the company calls spicy questions, like tell me how to make cocaine. After all, Grok's mission is to help understand the universe and the universe entails all possible fake cocaine recipes. XAI says that despite being trained in a couple months on only 33 billion parameters, Grok performs better than Meta's Llama 2 and OpenAI's GPT 3.5, that's not the current version, but the older version, in a number of benchmarks. But you won't be able to verify that right now unless you're verified on X and you get into the early access program. Those people must be laughing so hard. Now, yes, it's true that Elon joined multiple calls from experts to pause AI development for the safety of humanity. But as he explained back in June, he quote, didn't think anyone would actually agree to the pause. See, we absolutely cannot tip over ice cream trucks and slurp everything up inside for free. We cannot, oh, are we doing, we're, we're doing this, we're doing this. This is wrong, unless everyone else is doing it, in which case it's fine. Then uh, we'll see. Speaking of AI, OpenAI proved they're a real tech giant by holding their first Dev Day event this morning. After licking the air like a lizard for some reason, CEO Sam Altman made a few fairly big announcements. First off, the company introduced what they're calling GPTs custom versions of ChatGPT built for specific purposes that can be built, shared, and sold on the GPT store. Don't call them apps. Do not call them that. Sam says he's still figuring out how revenue sharing will work, but we do know building your own GPT won't require any coding knowledge. You can build GPTs using GPT like parents editing their embryo's genes, so the eventual child never disappoints them. OpenAI also announced GPT-4 Turbo with a massive 128K context window, meaning it could accept prompts up to 300 pages long, an assistance API to help developers make series that don't suck, price decreases across the board, and perhaps most interesting to me, copyright shield a commitment to pay legal costs for OpenAI customers who get sued for copyright infringement over AI-generated works. Similar promises are made by IBM, Microsoft, Adobe, and more, at the same time that some of those same companies are trying to make sure copyright holders aren't screwed over by generative AI, which is now so pervasive, you can use it in freaking Microsoft Paint. Honestly, I don't care if Lil Mateo didn't know what he was generating on the family computer, he's going to jail. 
Google went to court today to defend itself from Epic Games, who accused Google of anti-competitive behavior concerning the Play Store way back in August 2020. After three years of dramatic tension, I can only hope this ends in a passionate makeout, but we'll see. If this sounds familiar, it's because Epic went through this whole song and dance with Apple already, only to pretty much lose. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, I made a tech longer on it. Just. Just save that for later. Epic Games may have a slightly stronger case with Google though, as there's loads of evidence Google has gone out of their way to wall off their supposedly open garden. But I don't know, Google did publish a blog post on Thursday, essentially explaining how they're actually right and they definitely don't make deals with companies to stop Epic's attempts to compete with the Play Store. So it's right, it's, I mean, it's right there. On the other hand, another thing that might help Epic get what it wants is once again, leveraging the power of gamers. Fortnite re-released the original island map on the weekend, breaking its own records for concurrent players. We need those guys on deck again to flood the trials call-in line once more and implore the judge to subscribe to their YouTube channels. It's the only way. Your honor, I'm based. <laughs> you don't get it, Judge Epic is based on love sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for Quick Bits brought to you by Paper Likes Cleaning Kit, designed to remove dust, grime, and skin oils from your disgusting screens. Take the kit on the go. Its new thinner design is compatible with the skinniest of skinny jeans, even if healthy blood circulation isn't. Paperlike has also improved the spray head and redesigned the hard shell case so the bottle slides into either end, making reassembly effortless. And they include five refill pellets with every purchase. Just fill the empty spray bottle with water, add a pellet, and wait 10 minutes. Perhaps you can use that time to change into pants that let blood reach your feet. Get your Paperlike cleaning kit today at the link below. My family has been using the same quick bits recipe since 1964. Except we took out all the asbestos and lead. We did, we did take it out, right? It'll stick to your ribs, it's good for you. And your lungs. <laughs> Intel announced a while back that they were changing the naming scheme for their core processors, and now leaks have given us a taste of how much getting used to that is going to suck. Leaker Momomo US posted benchmarks from Crossmark on Twitter, I'll still call it that sometimes, showing chips with names like Intel Core Ultra 9185H, which is thought to be the flagship notebook chip in the Meteor Lake family. But don't get that confused with the Intel Core Ultra 150U, which is part of the Raptor Lake U family refresh. Both chips are part of what Intel is now calling first gen core, after, after the 14th gen released. And while I might agree that having less digits in the name is better, I'm hoping this doesn't become a Xbox One, One X, Series X situation. Just please be better Intel. MediaTek has announced its new flagship mobile processor, the Dimensity 9300, or as I like to call it, the Density 9300, because unlike other chips that use a combination of big performance cores and smaller efficiency cores, the Dimensity 9300 will only use four big cores and four ultra-large cores for its processor. Chonky though it may be, MediaTek still claims a 15% increase in single-core performance, a 40% increase in multi-core performance, and 33% greater efficiency over its predecessor, the Dimensity 9200. The idea is to allow more AI processing to stay on the chip rather than the cloud, in which case bigger might just be better. 
Oh lord, he coming. <laughs> oh lord, he coring. Xbox has announced a multi-year partnership with InWorld AI, a company with an AI character engine they claim makes multimodal characters, meaning they can react to your speech and to visuals in game. The two companies plan to build a multi-platform AI toolset for games that will include, shocker, an AI co-pilot to assist with development and an AI character runtime engine that will allow you to import AI characters into any game client from Unreal Engine 5 to Roblox. Is it also called Copilot 365? Because <laughs> I've had enough. <laughs> How many co-pilots can you have until they're just crew members? We're all piloting together. <laughs> Now developers of all ages can hire the worst voice actors for their games. Western Digital is splitting up their flash and hard drive businesses into two independent companies, but that doesn't mean they love you any less than they did before. Yeah, because they didn't love you before. <laughs> They've always hated you. You're just a number. It seems that Western Digital's flash company has been suffering from demand shortage a funny way of saying no one wants it. And since they couldn't get Keoxia to give them a place to stay and regular business, WD is kicking out their two time and flash segment and increasing their own stock prices by 10% for the trouble. However, there has been no word on how this will affect alimony payments. Attendees at ApeFest, the Bored Ape Yacht Club's annual NFT event in Hong Kong, reported severe eye pain, visual impairment, and skin damage similar to sunburns after the event. While it's tempting to assume that Zeus Almighty finally did something about crypto, this parallels a previous incident in Hong Kong in 2017, where contractors installed disinfecting UV lights instead of stage lights, leading to an effect similar to staring into the sun. Organizers claimed that fewer than 1% of attendees were affected, only to get roasted by an ophthalmologist for blasting ultraviolet light directly into people's faces and destroying their corneas. Don't worry, apes. The doctor says it'll grow back. You can look at more stupid variations of the same image in the future. And we promise fewer than 0.1% of you will be blinded if you come back on Wednesday for more tech news. But hey, those are pretty good odds. I mean, not every channel can say that. <laughs>